Hashem is here. I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Thank you for joining us tonight on Potter's War Podcast. I am Co-Dizzle, and alongside me, my tag team partners in crime. Say hi, guys. I'm Gassy, guys. Oh, my God. Hello. Hey, Ed. Hi. Hi, Derek. And I'm your new world champion. Podcore champion. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I know, right? It's such a burden. It was so awful for me for at least a solid two months. Let's, to really kill this title, let's just give it to David Arquette. (laughs) <laughs> Guys, I'm going to go use the restroom. Be right back. Goodbye, Ed. On that note, Derek, we didn't have you last week. It's good having you this week. How are you? Did you have a week? I'm still having a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. You're looking good. Thank you. See? <laughs> I'm full of compliments tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So what's what's new with the world of TNA? You're becoming our resident TNA guy. Matt Hardy's number one contender to go against EC3, and I like it. Him and Bobby Roode had a tables match uh, for the number one contendership. And uh, another match that was good on the undercard uh, last week, even though it's not live, you know, this stuff's been taped for a while. Uh, Eric Young and Rockstar Spud had a chain match. How was that? Rockstar Spud didn't die because he's only like 150 pounds. He's like my size and going against Eric Young. <laughs> Have you seen Eric Young's like half sleeve he's got? Or is it still Well, it's not there yet because they're still behind, you know, current stuff. But they're not there yet. So he it's, doesn't have a sleeve yet on this tape. It's nuts to look at it. It just came out of nowhere. It looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. What I, is it? I forget. It's like some kind of cool little design. I don't know, it, it looks cool. I still think Eric Young's a little too big for his body, though. Sometimes it looks a little he awkward. He definitely has gotten he got bigger in the last few years. He bulked the fuck up, and his tights look too tight on him. Or is that just me? <laughs> and you can see full ass crack when he's wrestling. It's kind of, I don't know. Oh, well, that's like back in the day, Will and I had a term, Sporton and Orton. You could see Orton's junk clear as day back in the day in Evolution. Hmm. He was on cocky. Sporton and a half chub. He was cocky. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw in TNA, uh, Tommaso Ciampa from Ring of Honor finally debuted. I've been wondering what the fuck's going on with him. But I saw he, uh, he debuted at a live event, or a, no, it was a TV taping, because they're still doing that Global Force Wrestling versus TNA yeah. invasion thing. Hey, Ed, welcome back. How'd it go? Went great. That's How good. We, what are we on? Well, MVP, uh, speaking of the last TNA thing. Yeah, I just saw. took one. At- MVP um, left <laughs> TNA now. Yep, I, I saw that. He's been tweeting some cryptic stuff for a while about he said part of it, he said He said part of it, the final straw, was that they released uh, Hernandez right after they had just put him in the BDC. But I guess but it's Hernandez's fault. He lied and told TNA he did not have a contractual any contractual bindings to Lucha Underground, which turned out not to be true. He's under contract there, so TNA said bye. You know what? Lucha Underground's... 
It's got a lot of buzz. I don't blame him for jumping ship. Vampiro! Vampiro's running things! Vampiro! Vampiro! And Johnny Mundo? He's kicking some ass over there. It's been a while. Orson's made some appearances there. Yeah, that's Johnny Mundo. Yay! Yeah, he's kicking ass. Yeah, he's I, also he is also um crap. What's his name? The hockey player vigilante and Casey TV Jones. Turtles. Casey he's Jones. Casey Jones and he's Casey Jones on the YouTube channel of Superpower Beatdown. They did him versus Kickass, and it was John Morrison. God, I love John Morrison. He was on uh, Stone Cold's podcast a while ago. Such an interesting dude. I enjoy him. He. I don't know who's more out there, him or Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick. No contest. I couldn't talk to Kendrick. Five minutes, I'd want to just slap the taste out of his mouth and be like, dude, think before you speak. I, I can't Just talk. say, or I would hit him, or I would hit him in the gut, and I would say, can you just admit to the world that you're nuts? And stop <laughs> acting like you're being eccentric? No. You're, you're crazy. Just, just admit it. It's, it's all his after-wrestling activities, I think, catching up with him. It's a little drugs, which he's admitted to numerous times. <laughs> Dude, you want a guy that's been like talking about drugs the entire time of his release? Evan Bourne, holy shit! That's all he talks you mean about. Matt Seidel. Yep, reborn. Matt Seidel. Well, I, watched, I watched his kayfabe commentary. He didn't mention drugs once. You mentioned. I don't think you mentioned drugs all the time in Art of Wrestling. I want to say a month ago. Is he still actively using? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, Ring of Honor doesn't care about that stuff? Or New Japan, they don't care about that? I don't, is he in New Japan? I think he's just doing ROH and Indies. Because I, I know it's like, well, that's why, that's what killed him in WWE. He kept failing drug tests. Yeah, he's still you using. You know, but it's like, he's, like, what, did he, what, what, just pot or? And psychedelics. Like he travels. To like those can be anything. Psychedelics are a bunch of categories. Like it's, what ecstasy? No, uh, it, <laughs> it's this weird drug that he has to fly out to like some village in Africa. I forget what it's called. It's almost on the, an indie wrestler's dime to fly that far for a fucking fix. That's messed up. Yeah, and it takes like a week to. I this don't is know. coming. Look, I'm not trying to be on my soapbox, but I've never done drugs, and I don't condone it. And I just don't get why people fucking need it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Either. I agree with you. We're a very as clean stoner red, as stoner red. I've never done drugs. Never will. Never will think of it. I just look like I'm naturally stoned all the damn time. Hence the nickname. And that's the bottom line because stoner said so. <laughs> but clearly, though, it hasn't affected his in-ring work, though. I think no, it hasn't because I haven't gotten in-ring yet. He has- not talking. You're talking about. <laughs> talking about at Matt Seidel. <laughs> I mean, he, he says he doesn't do it before a match, which, okay, I guess that's responsible, but at the same time, he's doing No, that's, some... that's Kevin Nash's forte, taking Somos and going out to the ring drunk. That's Kevin Nash's forte. <laughs> yeah, well, Matt Seidel's like, I won't do a match high, but right as soon as I'm done and in the back, I'm changed, I'm relaxing. But, hey, we all know RVD also smokes too, but that's all he does. And that's Orton all he would do because, well, Orton, at least Orton came out, him and RVD both said, well, would you rather have us deal with the pain getting hooked on pain pills or lighting up a joint, you know? So I was like, okay, whatever. Like that's Orton's, most of his offenses have been for, his wellness ones have been for that. But I think one of them was steroids. The most recent one he had was steroids a couple years ago, I think. But 
still, it's like I would rather a wrestler, like, like I said, I don't condone it, but like I would rather, I would rather a wrestler, you know, be smoking a joint to deal with the pain and wear and tear of pro wrestling than getting hooked on pain pills like a lot of them are. Yeah. I just don't like being around it, period. I'm just that guy. Me neither. I can't be around it, and most people that are around me know, and they're like, oh, well, <laughs> well mine is military. Even when I get out, though, I'm still not going to be like, don't do that shit around me. That's just it how makes, I am. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable, and I, I all I see is people just going down a slippery slope of bullshit. That's all I see. Yeah, the worst, like I said, the worst thing I saw was people doing a line of coke before, and I had to fucking get the hell out of there. I was like, really? <laughs> We're now a drug podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it all ties in because it's a big problem in wrestling. Paint drugs have always been a major problem, like a lot of other sports and things, and all yeah, kinds of I, stuff. I, drugs I are everywhere. I don't think ROH has a drug policy. I really don't. Ring of well, I don't think an indie promotion does. You know, I don't. I would. Li- I'd think an indie promotion doesn't have a wellness policy in, in hand. Do you think TNA does? Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was going to say, kidding? I don't think they do. Look at Jeff Hardy with Sting a couple years ago. Remember what happened? He went out to the ring fucked up and the match was like, remember what happened, how mad Sting got at him? Exactly. When Jeff Hardy was like out to lunch and he's supposed to have a match? Yeah. They don't have a policy. <laughs> no. <laughs> so any other bring-ups with TNA before we change subjects? No, we're good. I'm good. Ah, okay. All this stuff was covered. All right, so... uh I don't know if you guys... Oh, wait, sorry. Terrence Terrell finally lost her belt a couple weeks ago. Oh, who she lose it to, Kong? Or... No. Um, crap. Tess... Oh, no. Is it one of the, uh, the shit? She um... was... She was with Bully Ray and Aces of Eights. Oh, Velvet Tess Sky? Booker. Oh, Tess Booker? Oh, not Velvet Sky. They're dating in real life, but... <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Booker. All right, Booker. Bubba. Which I... <laughs> which I still don't get, but... Because she was with Sabin... She's had a tendency to do that. She was with Hurricane Helms, and then she, like, left him for Sabin. Hell, yeah, Sabin! Now she's with Sabin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the hell he's at. <laughs> oh, he's in ROH. <laughs> Along with Austin it's... Aries. Oh, I can't wait to watch Austin Aries' first match. I thought about it again, and you know what? I'd rather have Aries come to WWE after all. Give uh... me something to get hopeful for. <laughs> I don't think they'll sign him just because he's, like, what, 38, 37? Finn Balor's 33, 34. Uh, Kevin Owens isn't a spring chicken. I know, that's why I'm still scared on how how and when they're going to bring up Finn Balor. I'm really terrified over that. Because look Fergal, at Kevin Owens. Fergal Devitt. <laughs> just call him Prince and let him paint himself. Don't fuck it up. How can you fuck it up? How can you fuck up Kevin Owens? easy you feed him to John Cena oh wait they just did that (laughs) oh so Finn Balor will have a feud with John Cena and boom the mid card bury you you. six feet under because I'm Vince's boy break my compare it to a quad tear I will say I enjoyed Kevin Owens and Cesaro on SmackDown. They were pretty much the whole show. That's right. I enjoyed a SmackDown. I've enjoyed the past. I've been telling you, if you want more wrestling, you have to watch SmackDown every week, Cody. Fuck that! It's a tag match in the main event every week. Who cares? Holla, holla, holla! 
Holla! Hard perspective is where it's at. I will say the past two weeks of SmackDown have been great. The past, I'll say the past two weeks. Keep watching it. Just keep watching. Good past two weeks. Don't stop now. Thanks, Ed. So will Cesaro and Owens have a match at SummerSlam then? I don't know. Why? What, what's the, what's the, why? What's the stakes? There's none. It's number one contender. I, I don't want Kevin Owens anywhere near a match that has nothing at stake. Why not? He's he, that good. He's gonna just. Yeah, he hasn't won a match since like June 16th, and they're trying to you make. Don't him. Needs to re- re- you don't need to be recreated because I love that meme where Trip, it says Triple H is like, "Damn it, you fuckers!" Vince still has the final say. I'm doing my best. Well, you know what needs to be recreated to real to reality. Triple H needs to get in another car and run over Vince this time instead of Austin. For <laughs> real. He should just take him out and be like, I'm sorry, Dad, but it's time to play the new game. It's called putting the right guy over. <laughs> oh, double tap. Boom. Backs oh, up. And since I couldn't talk about it last week, I've talked to both of you about it. They mentioned it. Going into their rubber match, oh, they said, John Cena has never had, they said he doesn't have a losing record against anybody. Bullshit. And can you guess who the man is in the storyline that has his number? That's right, CM Punk. In a big match scenario, Cena only beat him one time. And you know what that one time was? A, it was a non-title, and it was a throwaway match on Raw to see who faces the Rock at WrestleMania. Other than that, all the title matches, goose egg booking-wise. The one man that they never put out that had Cena's number at an angle in terms of wins and losses, CM Punk. So fuck you guys and your bullshit facts again, WWE. Stop lying. WWE. I don't know if you guys have followed uh, Bleacher Report lately, but I've noticed that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed they've posted a lot more wrestling stuff lately. And one thing that pissed me off. One thing that pissed me off was uh, they were comparing John Cena's broken nose on Monday to Triple H's torn quad. Like, that was his biggest moment that will live oh. on in time. A broken nose. Which which torn quad? The original in 01 or the one in 06? Original. Against, uh, yeah, where he finishes the match and gets put in the walls of Jericho after the fact. And still walked out and didn't get carted off after. Yeah. Quad I, hanging by a thread. And all, he finishes the match. All of the comments, but a broken nose. All of the comments are everyone just pretty much bashing this article, and also Bleacher Report. They're going back on what they're saying. I don't know if that many writers or what the fuck they're doing, but one week they'll be like, "Brock and Taker is going to be awful." Then the next week, Brock and Taker is going to be the best thing that happened no, no, in five no. years. Watch the video. The Black Reporter, his Taker one is right about saying how this makes no fucking sense and it was a stupid idea. And they pretty much just ruined all the work they put in for the last four years on Brock Lesnar with this. Think about it. They've fucked up with him multiple times. He came back in, what, 2011? He never should have lost that first match to John Cena. He should have been undefeated still. 2012. I think. Are you sure? It was, it was 2011 because I th- – or end of it. I can't remember. I thought it was 2011. 11 or 12. Either way, he's been back for a few years. Brock Lesnar should not even have a loss since his, his this recent run when he came back a couple years ago. And all this hard work, you build up as a monster. Oh, it's almost two years later and Taker now wants to bitch about, oh, you kept saying you beat me, you beat me, you beat me, but now is my time to get revenge? So stupid. Um, and we know Brock's going to lose, and Brock's going to be an afterthought. And Brock, was he not the biggest babyface before this? Going into that match against Rollins, he was so over as a, the crowd loved him. But just like that, 
the oldest fuck broken Undertaker, who still looks sick, by the way, shows up and they fucking turn just like that. I hate that kind of booking. Me and Everyone's I are excited for the match. <laughs> It's gonna yes, suck. I am. That same, that same Bleacher Report reporter who talked about this, if you go back and watch their match at Mania, it sucked. It wasn't even that good. Because he and was the concussed. That's it. why. That's why. Because he, he was concussed. He That's why the even match Even before sucked. that, it wasn't good. Before he got concussed. He got concussed during the match, not before. Yeah. But still. But still. But still. He was concussed. The only reason we remember is because he lost. And this is a makeup call by WWE because we all know, as they reported about it, Vince, about four hours before the match, decided to change the finish. He was going to have Brock lose. Then he decided, nope, I'm going to ha- build my monster. Why build your I'm monster build if it takes two years for the guy he beats to come back at a stupid tiger hinge. This still makes no sense to me. It's stupid. I hate it and it sucks that Brock is going to be squashed at SummerSlam. I don't think it'll it's hurt stupid. Brock. I don't think it will. Really? After the run he's been on, to have him lose to The Undertaker after he beats the streak, you don't see how that's terrible. Yeah. Go, go back, think about it and then when it happens, it's going to sink in the next night on Raw and you're going to be like, wow, no one cares about Brock Lesnar now because The Taker's stranglehold in the fans is still that good. But and the other thing Bleach Report said, no matter how you look at it, what Taker did, it was a heel move. And even his body language at Battleground suggested, yeah, he low blowed him. And the look on his face, it was a heel move. So why is the crowd fucking cheering for him? It's the dead man. Everyone loves the dead man, Derek. I liked him when he was the ministry heel taker. I like that version. I liked Mean Mark Callis, my 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 personal favorite. AWA with Paul what? Heyman in his corner. Oh God! Yeah. When he was back. when he was uh, the replacement for Sid Vicious on the skyscrapers with uh, Ian Spivey. Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, I was watching the list a few days ago, and they talking about the other guys. Unfortunately, Dan Spivey was featured on that as another guy because <clears throat> you know he was with Sid. Then Sid got hurt, and then he, you know, oh, this is gonna be Dan Spivey's big chance to break it. You know, make a break. Then they pair him with the Undertaker's. I go. Fuck. You got screwed. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like I am not looking forward to that match at SummerSlam because I Brock should not be going, should not lose. He should not, not lose. I don't know, Ed. You've been you've been too quiet. Give me your I, two I'm, cents. I, I I look forward to it. So you know, uh, I don't know why. I just feel like the nostalgic fact, the factor of it, it's just I don't know. <sighs> that's that's everyone's excuse for backing Taker at this point. It's nostalgia. He's a broken down man, and his last few matches have not been good. He's going to die in the ring. I hate to say that, but he's going to end up like Daniel Bryan or something. He's just going to be hurt for good. I'm treating this as Undertaker's farewell tour. It's going to have yeah. like two matches. Like I was telling Derek, a friend of mine from work was saying, oh, another one of his friends is like, what if Brock wins at SummerSlam and they have their Third match, even though it's not a rubber match, oh, at Mania, God. and Undertaker wins and goes out on top. See, in his that's what they're doing wrong. There's too many rematches yeah, in Mania in recent years. Yeah, I, I Once in a lifetime. Twice, twice in a lifetime. lifetime. See, I, I, like I, Triple H, like they go on the whole thing of, you know how we talk about how they in t- insult intelligence? People are like, oh, WrestleMania 27. Oh, Triple H and Taker. Mm, WrestleMania 17, they had a match. Yeah, it's, they've had three mania fucking matches. That's a it's stupid. No, the I, only one that makes sense for a Triple H 
is The Rock. They never they were in a Mania main event, but it was a fatal four way. They never had a one on one. I'd rather see that next year, this year than Taker against Brock for a third fucking time, so it can stink up the joint again. <laughs> I don't think it'll stink up the joint. I don't know. I'm hopeful for it. I hate to say this phrase with you, Cody, but you you have always had Undertaker blinders on. Maybe one day you'll take them off for five seconds to see what I'm getting at. <laughs> Never. Yeah, Cody, take your blinders off. Jesus Christ. Oh. Take the dead man blinders off for a minute, man. I can't. My eyes keep rolling. I don't know. I think head. Undertaker looks good for his age and stuff. So I think the hair be... looks terrible. It doesn't matter he about looks, the hair. I think, he's, I think he looks good. He looks pale as fuck. But he's like 150 God, he's years old, so he looks pale. good for his age. He's, he's act, no, but not pale. like on. He's usually been pretty tan, actually. If you want to look at him recently, oh, look at the early tan. years. In the early years, he was painted like white. That was makeup. That was makeup. He was I not just wearing said he makeup. was painted. He was pretty much painted yes. white. I think it'll but be a good Mohawk match. For what looked, it's worth. The Mohawk looked good. I like Brock's the gonna fucking kill him. Brock is too physical. For his own good, sometimes. Or is Sting just going to magically appear and cost Taker the match? Don't say that. Oh. Those two oh. cannot have a match at Mania either because the crowd's not going to want to boo either one of them. No, you know what could happen? Kane. That could happen. Ooh. That gives me bigger boner. He's I like cor- it. Though. He's corporate Kane. I don't what? want that version of him against Taker. It shouldn't be corporate anymore. Only if he trips and over I Brock. All along, if anyone was going to beat, but no, they've already had no, they've already had enough Mania matches too. Those two, I don't want to see them again at Mania. I don't. Well, like, what if it's Taker's last Mania? Have him face Kane one last time. No. Kane finally beats have him, him face a guy. Have him face a guy he never faced at Mania. I don't know. Finn it's in Ballard. Texas, Austin. Huh. Nah, John Cena for the I'd title. Rather for the title. Rusev. For the title. John Cena, that would have been that's the one way you could turn him successfully heel is have him cheat to beat The Undertaker Even, at WrestleMania. That's what Jim cheat Ross said. Beat. That's what Jim Ross said. Well he said. took that from a British thing. He stole it from a British thing, actually. YouTube what culture WWE, it's a British guy who does rebookings and he had the idea first with that. They stole it from our brothers overseas. Hmm. Good. <laughs> stole it from us. <laughs> So, Ed, how do you feel about this whole Rusev feud still dying? Something, something fishy, <laughs> something fishy, something fishy about it. I don't know. I was just—I I think it's doggone tiring me out. I was telling Ed, I liked how she's. That's the first time on Monday that I liked Summer Rae's involvement. I loved her temper tantrum after the fish, but the fish job itself—you could tell she didn't even touch the fish. The fish like when job. Lana rubbed her face. Do you see how quick job. the camera cut away? Yep. But I loved yeah, her temper tantrum afterwards. As Derek I and I were it. talking, Summer Ray actually looked pretty good dressed like that. She looked pretty hot like that. Her legs, man. Better than Stacey Keebler's. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Oh, yep. Ed. They're better. No. You guys got yep. to take your Summer Ray blinders off. Really? We've never had blinders on for her. So blind. Dude. You can't see. She's, yeah, got, okay. she's got a nice set of legs, dude. I, I hate to say Cody, it. Cody, now to think about it, Cody, you have a, you have a few pairs of blinders. Uh, take her. RVD, CM Punk. I love Punk, but not as much as you do with the blinders. Uh, ECW as a whole, because you won't watch <laughs> any other promotions. Yeah. ECW as You've a whole. You've got plenty of blinders. Man. 
Not just one part of it, the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, the whole... Not just, not just Kevin Sullivan or, like, Sam and Taz. The whole damn thing. The no, this whole effing show. And this is free, like, this is WCW, like, 94 to 2000. This is the original run. This isn't, this isn't you know, WWE's version here. Thank God for Hardcore Hack. Thank God. Mikey Whipwreck I'm proud of you. God. Oh, Mikey Whipwreck. The whippersnapper. Forever. <laughs> he retired, I think, uh, it's either earlier this year or last year. And just incredible. That name is just awesome. Mike Awesome? <laughs> you mean like Mike Awesome? <laughs> All right, that he. 70s guy, Mike Awesome. Oh, wait, you didn't watch WCW Cody. You wouldn't know about that gimmick. What a mark. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Versace? Versace, moron! Cody, have you watched any I told you! I've watched the first three fucking episodes of Nitro. Holy shit. I told you stuff to watch since. You didn't watch any of those matches I suggested, though, did you? Or pay-per-views. No, I watched Rick Rude versus Sting. We had a conversation like a couple weeks ago. I gave you a whole slew of Guerrero matches to watch. One of them involving Jericho. We, we were, were t- talking. I listed them to you because I sent you a picture of one of them with him and Jericho. That's probably at work. Sent- no, this was I was at home. Yeah. You freaking twat. Again, blinders again. Can I can't be- watch WCW. They were the enemy. Ugh. Yeah, but I like Gross. ECW as a whole. Put your WCW was- blinders on and watch WCW more, you jabroni. But Fuck. he won't. He won't. Cody, I'm going to come kidnap you and bring you here. We're going to watch Nitro. I'm going to lock you in my apartment, God. dude. You, I no, know. Ed, Ed, I'll hold him down. You're not going to be able to. I'll hold him You're down. I, can get a, I, I could get him in a bear hug. Don't lie. I'm going to put him in a dragon sleeper and make him watch Nitro stomp to sundown. <laughs> well, what if he falls asleep? He won't. I will take the pressure off if he starts dozing. I'll slap him. Okay. I'll <laughs> go get him. You meet me down here. We'll do that. Sound I like don't want to go to your bed bug infested apartment. It doesn't have bed bugs. That was like... That was one that time. That was forever ago. That was, that was like, that was, there, there was by, still snow on the ground. Forever by the clean. Way, Cody, that was a scare because of my neighbor, but they tested my place and I came back clean. They said so. I was positive. Positive, no bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> positive I'm sending clean. you all those fucking matches again, you prick. Do I really have to scroll through the history to freaking show you? Good luck. You SOB. You Cody. are. Oh, Cody. Cody, you're the jack wagon we love to hate. Cody, oh my god. You, oh, I am. Oh, you prick. <laughs> so, Big Cass and fucking Enzo. Yes, they made their up. live roster debut. WWE. Wait, they made their live roster debut? I mean, their main roster debut. <laughs> Wait, did they? When? Not on uh, TV. At, no, at a house show in yeah, Iowa. Yeah, not on TV. Kansas or Iowa? You know what, Cody? To keep on track with what we're talking about, you totally, you know, ignoring those matches I gave you, not watching them. You know what you are? You're soft. You're soft? <laughs> That's what you are. Yeah. I don't know so how they're I- building this tag team to keep fucking losing. You yabba dabba bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're so soft. Well, I guess that's the name. Uh, that's the name of this podcast. You, you I'm just gonna die. put you in the White Mountains and leave you to die. <laughs> You'll blend Thank in because white. Thank God, I'm ready. <laughs> wow! Leave me there. 
That's Cody's gimmick. He's going to be like a manic depressive wrestler. <laughs> I'm going to be... Oh, like fuck. get the tattoos to get to make the pain go away. No, no <laughs> what was that gimmick from the referee that kept trying to kill himself? Uh, Tim oh, White. yeah! Tim you guys White. met him, didn't you? You guys met him. We did meet him. The- I acknowledged him there. Dude, in Boston. Yeah, Tim John White. And Josh Matthews was always interviewing him in those vignettes when he was trying to kill himself. Yeah, it was uh, Tim White. I remember it because you screamed out his name. It literally made his day. <laughs> that's because I saw the guy and I'm like, dude, I look at you and I'm like, dude, that's Tim White. I'm like, Tim White! Tim White! And he waved and I'm like, oh my god, that's Tim White! Dude, he's all the kids, got a all picture the, with him. All, all the kids. Oh, he was at the door. He was all the way at all, the door. All the so kids, what? All the, you all the bulldoze kids. those kids and you get your selfie on. No, but I was right near the gate. But there was like, a fence. All the kids were like, who's Tim White? I'm like, oh, kid, shut up before I freaking RKO your ass. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I don't care if you have Seamus' Instagram or Justin Roberts' Instagram, which I doubt you do because you're 10 years old. I don't think you know what fucking Instagram is. No, Every time do. I mention somebody, they that kid be like, I follow, I follow him do. on Instagram. I have his Instagram. I have his Instagram. I'm like, dude, do you even know who Booker T is? Sucker. You know, it's like, kids suck. Ed was loving the little kids everywhere. Just making Odd fun of them. more exclusive. Ed Fournier hates kids. <laughs> Derek Gauz, no fatties. Shut up. I was just thinking that about No fatties. I remember your old But kid. what I just remember from that Boston trip was your Nick's brother carry him down one of the roads after we had lunch over my shoulders with my Cesaro shirt on. Everybody's like, Cesaro, King of Swing, they're all doing this like outside at the restaurants. I'm like, yeah, here I am with this 14-year-old oh, over my man. shoulder. Oh, man, Terminator commercial. We got to talk about that. The Terminator. Give me that Dean Ambrose. Turn Dean Ambrose heel. Dude. He has to. I love He's getting lost in the shuffle. Dude, he totally is lost in the shuffle right now. Thank God Finn Balor was in this commercial, too. If you guys haven't checked he it out. He didn't do anything. He, yeah, he was right behind things. the Terminator. You he could... just stood there and smirked. He no, he was selling. Anything. He's selling the game. Oh, please. And you have to really look to see him. You have to pay it. To, you have to like look away from Arnold, which is no, hard to do. No, look at him. Do. He's smiling. Look at him. It's terrific. But yeah, I want this Dean Ambrose. I was, in tell- I was even telling Ed on his way to the ring, have him smoking a cigar. Why not? I, I love him. I already do. Most arenas won't allow that. They wouldn't even. Really? In the PGA, remember when R-Truth turned on Morrison? He lit up a cigarette. Remember? Yeah. So they obviously could do it if they wanted to. When R-Truth in the PGA era lit up a cigarette and put it and tried to put it out on John Morrison in the PGA era. So I think if if a black dude who's pretty much like a thug can smoke a cigarette turning heel, I think some crazy white dude character can have a cigar on the way to the ring. Think Sandman. it's doable. Yeah, I think Sandman did it in ECW. Sandman's not a wrestler. He was just some drunk idiot. Sorry, Cody. He was not a fucking wrestler. Oh, I'm not. And there's plenty of people him. that would back me on that. I'm not defending him. He was awful. <laughs> the best thing is Raven had the, one of the best quotes Raven said the best part about him was his entrance <laughs> it was I, got, I, uh, I saw ECW in Fitchburg and he was right in front of me and he poured beer everywhere in front oh, of me oh here he goes with the ECW stuff oh ECW everything <laughs> oh ECW this oh my ECW blinders are on oh ECW ECW there's WCW to the left WWE to the right ECW nothing else <laughs> EC fucking W. Sandman poured beer on me. ECW. EC dub. EC dub. Fuck WCW. Fuck WWE. EC dub. EC dub. God damn. 
Do you ever listen to yourself? ECW, when I was at ECW once. I hope you listen back to the show. What I want to do next week, too, I want to keep count how many times Cody does RVD's fucking taunt. God, that's annoying. But why do you love it? Love it. I don't, though. Because I was an RVD fan back when he was still relevant. EC Dub. Back when he was still relevant. Shut the fuck up, Ben. EC Dub. So yeah, we're we're so smart from Philadelphia. We can't even say the whole letter. We gotta say dub. Easy <laughs> dub. Easy dumb. Easy dumb. Easy dumb. Oh, still better <laughs> than still better than Baron Corbin. Everything's better than Baron know. Corbin. Baron Corbin made me laugh. Dude, Baron oh. Corbin's awful. I don't know how people can get into him. Fucking talk, Cody. Why are you talking about uh, him? He's not ECW. Like he realize he can't talk. He's just that stoic character. He's just like, well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to beat people up and leave. God, just shave your head. You're balding so bad. It's like fucking... It's like... Uh, no. Uh, you know what? Hey, HBK, during his last run, he was balding. They didn't make him cut his hair. <laughs> you know, Curtis Axel. Actually, no. I think, I think Curtis Axel's actually balding worse. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, like, um... They, um... What is it they did with him? Unswerved? With a little girl? No, they made him drop the gimmick for uh, Axelmania. Oh, that's right. The big elephant they in the room. The gimmick. <laughs> Boo! So when, do we, so when do we see Mr. America return back to the WWE? WrestleMania 35. Okay, I'm ready. So do we want to talk about the elephant in the room? Hulk Hogan? No, brother. It's over and done with, brother. All I want to say is nobody... I'll briefly say this. WWE is doing it to save face. WWE was saving face. That's what I think they were doing. Because the Del Rio thing that happened. I just think the whole situation was messed up. It makes sense because, what, they are a multi-billion dollar publicly traded company, and their biggest name, the biggest draw of all time said that stuff. You kind of can't keep him. They had to make an example. Now, what if John Cena stupidity would have said that word? Would he still be with the Oh, my. If, if John Cena said that, WWE would be doing a massive overhaul. But he wouldn't be gone. He would not be gone. Ah. That would be the heel swerve, probably. No, they would take him off TV and probably do a PR campaign on having him fucking apologize to every black man, woman, and child. I'm not saying he will do that, but... Hogan apologized. <laughs> but it was bullshit, though, I think. Now he's suing the gawker who leaked the videos. Well, it's the thing. That guy told him to have sex with his wife. Wait, what? And here's the worst thing, though. Like, racists, like in my own experiences, racists love to say this word, this phrase. I'm not, they either say, I'm not a racist when they're already knee-deep in shit, or they say, like he did, he said, I'm racist to a point. And I'm like, no, like, why would you... Oh, you know, you know, Vince McMahon was just reading it, going, "Oh God, he said it once. Oh, he said it five times, and then what he say? He's a racist. He actually said, damn it, get him out.' <laughs> God, I bet you Vince was pretty calm. He was probably just like, you know what? He's like, I am too old to get worked up for this, so we just got to get rid of him. I think John Cena is gonna get shot to the fucking moon now." That's what Ed and I were talking about. He is going to be larger than Hogan ever was now. 
I think he already is, but now do you think? And I haven't seen any of. I haven't seen a Cena response about this whole thing. Have you? Nope. Because ever since it happened, he like I said, he got cheered out of the building on Monday. Basically, he got he got a loud pop the first time since like he. Pretty much like the night he he uh, got drafted to Raw in 05. Remember how the roof exploded when he came out? It's been that it's been that long since Cena's gotten a huge like pro reaction like that, like he got. And he's gonna he's going to win the title at SummerSlam. You think so? He's Call gonna have it. two titles. He's gonna have two championships. He's, they're essentially redoing the entire Jay Lethal Jay Briscoe thing from ROH a month ago, except. That Have you read like, that? Was that your assumption? It's the same feud. Don't assume, Cody, because you know what assuming does. Feud. It makes an ass out of you and me. Same feud because they're reading the same promos. Each of them read. It's, you know what I hope? I hope you're wrong at SummerSlam, just so I can laugh at you on the next that following episode. I hope they don't. Eat, I hope Cena doesn't win now. I'm so happy, Sting. It's just gonna. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this because it's just like last month or the, our last pay per view. I said, "Oh, you you were convinced Cena was gonna lose, and I told you he's gonna fucking win. The machine doesn't lose, dude. I told you Owens is not gonna win. He's not the machine. And yet you were like those. You were like those two fans in the gift who were like this in their KO shirts. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, like it's such a big shock that John Cena went over when it's not. I was upset. Now you brought it back. I love Kevin Owens slash Steen, but I knew enough to take my blinders off and see the bigger picture. Uh, so when John Cena doesn't win at SummerSlam, uh, I'm hoping he doesn't win just here, because hey, I know it's going to piss you off. Here comes Cody with an ECW reference in three, two, one. <laughs> well, every D would go over. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the NWO is regaining its power. It's awful. Too sweet, yeah. Too sweet, me. Don't do it. Oh, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I put up. Not always classified that music as Ed. To me, the NWO is like cheap porn music. I, I, That's what the I, I would totally like. fuck to it, dude. Could you imagine? Yeah, you're just like, yeah, or like, or like the, um, the chorus part. And then when you're about to go, like when you're about to finish. Yeah. So you guys watch the Hogan sex tape too? <laughs> next time I get laid, which will be next week, I'm going to um, play that song when I do it. Brother. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to have to try to find a 30-minute version of it because, you know. I'm not going to finish in four, but, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, why is this my life? <laughs> Bang! So what else you guys yeah, That was my random thought before we went on, too. DDP should be in the Hall of Fame. He should be going in this year, I feel like, Cody. I Cody, so. which CW guy should go in the Hall of Fame? Please tell us. About None of them. Paul Heyman. And why is that? Oh, he'll, oh, that's another Vince's ego thing. They tolerate Paul Heyman. I don't. Th- I think Vince's ego. He will not. He'll have to swallow some serious pride to put him in. I think if he can swallow pride for Bruno and fucking all them, I think he can do it for Paul Heyman. But Bruno, that was so long ago. That Warrior. was a one Warrior. Again, yeah. See again. You know, I think it is. It's Cody. It's all about them saving face. They don't give a fuck. 
Welcome Vince, back there's this nothing week, Derek. Vince can do to convince me that he's a good person. There are too many stories. They're all from the same guys. Vince McMahon is an evil bastard, for real. Who he plays on TV is an extension of that. Because like I said, if the WWE really cares about racism, Roberto Del Rio would still have his job. And he's killing it on the indies right now. And I will see him Sunday. Oh yeah. He won't get excited because there's no, hardly any, probably no ECW guys there, Ed. Uh, Mick Foley. Oh, but no, there. the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are going to be there. That that's enough for him. Oh God, you better bring Kleenex, Ed. He's going to. I'll bring a box. Stuff. How about that? Can I be the third Buck? <laughs> I want if you need them. I want you to. They're going to be like that. hit the weights, bitch. Oh! You'll be like, bitch. You're not that much more Jack than me. <laughs> Christ, they're tiny. <laughs> Uh, Generation E. Forever. So, Ed. That's, that's going to be a fun one. I can't wait till Sunday. It'll be a good time. It'll, it'll be such a good time. It'll be such a good time. I just printed off the tickets. Me and Ed are going to be at Wrestling Under the Stars. Ed and I. Sorry, I had to. Ed and I. Ed and I <laughs> will be It's at, a reflex, man. Fucking proper grammar. Ed and I will be at Wrestling Under Wait, the Stars. there will be an ECW guy there, Matt Hardy, sort of. Mick Foley. Oh, I that doesn't it. count. No, we said 94 Ray. to 2000. Oh, Mick Ray Foley. Mysterio. Mick Foley. How many times do I got to say it? Bang, bang. I've met him Dude, before. Dude, turn your so. ECW blinders off. My God, I know Mick you Foley was in ECW. My God, him. shut up. I know Mick Foley was in ECW. I keep saying it. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. I heard you then the first 9,500 times. Need, no need to go another 8,000. Looks like Ed's not going. What the champ saith goeth, Cody. You are not the champ anymore. What the champ saith goeth. So and with the commissioner in his back pocket. <laughs> so if you tweet Cody. us at Pod is War Podcast, I now have an extra ticket to Wrestling Under the Stars. If you no, are you interested. Do not. No, you do not. <laughs> As long as there a breath, if there's a breath in my body, and the NWO has the title, you will never get the title again. Oh, thank again. God! <laughs> thank God! Dude, but it was such a burden. He doesn't. Even I love it, Cody. You're committed to the gimmick. You are committed to the gimmick. It's like oh, it was such please. a burden to him. He doesn't even want to mail it to me. He's going to give it to me in Lowell, Mass. So I have to lug it around a ballpark for four hours. Okay. Oh. God, this is my burden. <laughs> All two and a half pounds of it. I gotta carry it around a baseball. Kids game. are gonna ask you, excuse me, sir, how old are you? I'm in my twenties. Yeah. Tell me I'm better than Shawn Michaels. Tell me I'm better than Shawn Michaels. Ed's gonna keep walking around all day. He's gonna ask McFoley. Tell, tell me I'm better. Look a vagina. That's still my favorite thing about that video. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm X Pac. I'm X Pac. X Pac. My name's Billy Gunn. I got an ass. My thing is, I'm Road Dog. My thing is, I say my name. <laughs> <laughs> I spell my name out. <laughs> that the best thing though, if it wasn't girl female actors, it wouldn't have been as funny. And John Morrison's in that too. He's the Russian on the beach. And Cole Cabana in that first fight. And Cole Cabana, get the bricks. Dude, <laughs> Cole Cabana's gotten like ridiculously good shape. Yeah, he's been training, eating right. He's great. I love it. Throw the bricks. And then you have you had Haley Joel Osment in the crowd too. <laughs> Seth Green, oh man, I love it. Oh, if you guys I... haven't watched it, wrestling isn't wrestling. Best twenty four minutes of your life. 
I love when he describes Batista for the first time. He'll throw you and throw, punch you to the space and you'll go through the moon. Yeah, that, that really happened. <laughs> I miss Batista. Uh, Where'd the real men go? I'm like one of the few fans like who enjoyed his last run when they finally let him be a let him be himself and be a, a bad guy. Like the the promo he cuts on SmackDown, like when he first turns and he's like he takes his shirt off and he's like everything about me screams world champion and he's like but I get it I sympathize. He looks in the camera and he goes you see Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler and you say oh he looks just like me if he can be champion so can I. <laughs> and I was like, vintage Batista. That is the Batista that I love right there. What I mean, happened to the real men? <laughs> I just love his recent interviews and how he's just like, I don't like what the new product is. He just pr- bashes it the whole time. Him and Punk, they'll yeah. just hang out and just bash it. And how fun? Well, Punk doesn't watch. At least he claims he doesn't watch. No, not with AJ gone. How can he bash it if he doesn't watch? Because <laughs> what it became, you can bash that. Well, I liked uh, and I love when he quit again and he did the princess wave when he's like, I quit. <laughs> he did that freaking wave and they got a huge pop. <laughs> God. But he was just getting because like he'd been away for a few years and he was what, 40, he was going to be 45 and he was, he came back not 100%. I don't know if you uh, know that or not. Like if you watch the new DVD when he came back, he wasn't 100%. He had like a hamstring issue and some other things. That's why at the Rumble he had that, um, that, that tape on, you know, the athletic stuff yep. that helps with, like, aches and pains. He had that all over his body. Um, which, that stuff works, by the way. I used it after my marathon. That shit works. does wonders. And a lot of run, a lot. It's more a lot of runners use that stuff. But, um, sorry, I'm, I'm digressing. Uh, he was just getting his style back and getting back, getting the ring rust off by the time he left again. Because yeah, him and Ziggler had a bunch a of good... Him and Ziggler had a lot of good matches on SmackDown. Oh, man, Ziggler made him look so good, but Batista's good anyway. I don't care what people say. Batista was a great performer. Blue but he always should have been a heel. He always should have been a heel. And having him come back as a face was a mistake. If he should have just came back as a heel to start when his last run, it would have been better. But I miss Batista. I miss him. I do, too. You know he misses what, us, too. You know what I also miss, Ed? Our yes. weekly little segment. I think it's time to dive into... Yeah. Here's the new theme song freak before he goes there. Kayfabe news! I like that. I like that. So without well, fake wrestling news so, to make you laugh. Don't so, pass any gas. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Kayfabe news. Good evening, folks. I'm Ed Fournier with your Kayfabe News. In our first article today, Mr. America returns to WWE. After a 12-year absence, patriotic muscleman, Mr. America has made a surprise return to the World Wrestling Entertainment, vowing to fight for the rights of every man. Wearing his signature Stars and Stripes mask, wispy blonde hair draping his neck, and a handlebar mustache flanking his chin, the leather-skinned wrestler burst onto the scene at a WWE event last night in Topeka. Mr. America's return seems to conspicuously coincide with the abrupt Unexplained departure from, from WWE of Hulk Hogan, who shares a similar physique, mannerisms, and speech patterns. Mr. America denies, however, any allegations that he's connected to Hogan. Well, let me tell you something, brother, he said. Mr. America is going to run wild all over the WWE, totally unrelated to anyone named Hogan. Mr. America is scheduled to appear as a guest judge this week on Tough, Tough Enough. 
In our last story, The Undertaker and Lesnar amicably agree to disagree. The main event for WWE's SummerSlam event has been called off after former enemies Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker settled their differences through the respectful, constructive dialogue. We have reached a gentleman's agreement, Lesnar told reporters this morning. Do Taker and I have our differences? Sure. Who doesn't? But violence is never the answer. We're in a really good place in our relationship now, and I couldn't be happier. The two behemoths needed to be pulled apart during a wild brawl last week, leading to the great anticipation for SummerSlam. Their first official showdown since Lesnar conquered The Undertaker's legendary WrestleMania winning streak in 2014. But with the help of psychiatrist Dr. Marion Shelby, the men let bygones be bygones and agreed that life is too short to let old resentments hinder future friendships. At Dr. Shelby's urging, The Undertaker and Lesnar met last night at the Applebee's restaurant, the site of a recent violent brawl between the men and hugged it out after sharing a consolatory plate of fajita poppers. It was nice to put the past behind us, said Undertaker. Brock's a good guy. He broke my streak fair and square. I've accepted that. I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. And I'm Ed Fournier with the Kayfabe News. Stay kayfabe, everybody. Thank you, Ed. So, I I don't know if you guys have... uh caught the past two episodes of Tough Enough on how bullshit they were, but... I've stopped watching because of that exact reason. I actually listened to a podcast, uh, The Ross Report, and Patrick was on it, and he was talking. I guess before the show, he was training uh, MCW in Maryland, and he's he's got a good promoter, he had a good trainer, and he's also doing a bunch of indies now, and I think he'll be good. Even JR was like really pumping him up on if he needed anything, stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I don't think it's the end for Patrick, but what a shitty way to go. It's a popularity contest. That's what it is. Like, well why just... would the Miz? Why would the Miz save Amanda? Because he's a heel. He did a good but, heel job. I don't mind Mata going home because I think he was a douchebag. He went home. Yeah. yeah, he got eliminated last night because of the save. Because of Miz saving Amanda, he was the second lowest vote getter. Yeah, right, home. Be- right, right behind what? Guess, guess, Derek, that who we lost to. That tool Tanner's going to fucking win now. No, no Tanner's he, such no. a boring tool. No, it's He's a fighter. No, you know who had the highest amount of votes last night? ZZ. Yep. He's in the yep, bottom he's three. Probably win too. He'll probably win. I voted for him, going to be honest. Why do you like ZZ? He's terrible. He's not getting any better. I didn't watch last night, so I don't, I didn't, I don't care. And he's a fat, out of shape fuck. No coordination. <laughs> I want that as a quote so I can re-listen to it over and over. He's a fat, out of shape fuck. Uh, he, he, he just doesn't show any enthusiasm. Like, I don't know why people like him. Why? Because he's got a. Because he's the more the lovable moron from the fucking freaking fucking south. He's the lovable moron from the south. That's why. It's awful. This is why you don't leave it up to fan voting. This is the problem. I don't think it's fan voting. Works, I think the thing's it fixed. Works for, it works for American Idol and stuff like that. That's fine for singing and bullshit. But for professional wrestling. If it was everything was up to the fans, WWE wouldn't even be around today. That's why I think it's funny when they say, "Oh, we're doing this for you, for the fans." No, you're fucking not. Because if you did everything the fans wanted, the product would be worse than it is. Hmm. Yeah, I, 
Our voice does not matter, and when it does matter, it's for the wrong fucking people most of the time these days. Like, forever, we wanted Daniel Bryan, and had, had CM Punk not quit, they were not, he, Daniel Bryan was not in their main event WrestleMania plans until Punk said something about it, and then he up and left. They weren't going to fucking push him even though he was already over. They were going to just stick him in the mid-card. You know who, who he was supposed to face at Mania 30? Sheamus. Yeah. Again. And it was going to be Punk and Triple H, and that was just going to be the one-off. It wasn't going to be the winner goes to the title match. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't change the uh, main event until, like, six weeks before Mania, which is, like, so unheard of and, like, fucking The Office, but they had no choice. The crowd was all over him. Oh, my God, Kevin Owens is back in NXT. Oh. Why? There's no point. He's been on all the main roster stuff. It's stupid. He still comes... Well, he's still got the match at uh, TakeOver against Finn Balor. Which we know he's not going to go over. (laughs) I almost want him to now. (laughs) We have this talk about careers that shouldn't go in reverse, Cody. That... Ugh. Uh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to That was like when they had Neville challenge him for the NXT title. I'm like, no! Why? Four out of ten. (laughs) Sasha Banks still the NXT Women's Champ? Yes. Yeah, but she doesn't come out with the title on Raw. Why? Oh, okay. I thought she... They probably tell her not to. I thought she lost it. That's why. They announce her as the NXT Women's Champion. They probably tell her not to. That is such stupid booking. Probably because people think the NXT women's title has more meaning than the fucking Divas title. That's why, because it does. It looks better, too. That's why, if or when Nikki breaks AJ's streak, no one's really going to legitimize it. No one's really going to count it. (laughs) Nothing's been meaningful for those defenses. No, because she faced Paige like 40 times. Well, we're going to have to have Divas go out there. Hey, Paige and Nikki, go do it again. Oh, Layla, will you just not bother us? We're trying to promote Paige. Fine, then I retire. Wait, what? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Layla just retired. That's late-breaking news as of today. Was she part of... Who was the last women's champion? Ed, look that up for her. Me. Her lay cool there together. Yeah, was it lay cool? Was it lay cool? Yeah, Ed. they split the title up. They ripped it in half. How cool was that? That was great. Ed, fact check this for me because I want to say it was lay lay cool. It was. It should be anyway. I'm not. I think it should be. Yeah. It was Ezekiel Jackson. Huh? <laughs> How about <No>. that? <laughs> Derek's face. <I> <laughs> He was the last ECW champion. See, it all comes back. It all comes back. Rob. Yes, Van it was actually Damn. Layla. Shut up. It was Layla, the last woman's champion. Told you. And I that's saw from, her. And that's from WWE.com. Woo! That's for you, Cody. Ugh. <laughs> the Vince finger. Damn it! <laughs> I love it, though. That's, like, the way to do it, though. It's really nice. It's, like... <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. Oh. I hate people that do this. It's, like, people that, like, they do it this way, and they're, like, they're afraid. It's, like, just stick that thing up loud and proud. <laughs> loud Important and proud. style. 
I go back and watch that at least once a week when Orton swerves Rollins, just because I love that look on his face as he's giving him the double bird and the crowd going nuts. Because Orton, I just, uh, oh, when Orton leaves, I'm going to, like, cry. That's, like, my last favorite from, like, the last great generation is Orton. I don't count Cena, whatever, he's in his own class. <laughs> he was in Brock Lesnar's class and Batista's class. And Shelton Benjamin's. Ain't no stop me, no. The gold standard was awesome. He was awesome. I didn't like how they gave him an uh, actor for his mama. I thought that was kind of... I didn't dig it. That, that got so over, though. That was a great spot. I didn't dig it too much. I dug it. My dad really dug it because it was kind of... It was stereotypical, but it worked. I liked it. I wasn't offended by it at all because I'm like, yep, that's exactly how like a lot of black mothers are. So I was like, okay, it worked for me. I liked it. It was belie- very believable. Very believable. Speaking of great black athletes, how great was the New Day on Raw coming out? Number oh one. Oh my day. god! I fell off my couch laughing so hard <laughs> when Kofi just <laughs> and the tracksuits. I love those tracksuits. They, they were, were skipping. They were skipping to the ring with the sign. Did you read the sign? Yeah, number true number one dad or something. Yeah, Megadeth because uh, Titus O'Neil won yep. that award. Oh my god! But those guys are so funny. They should still be tag champions, but I hope they win. The, I hope they win it back. I really do. I think they. And I love that they. I love that they had brought back the Freebird rule for them for t- defending the titles. Like anybody could have any two pairings could use it. Yeah. But they, when they yeah when they skipped down to the ring and like their music is growing on me too. Like they added lyrics to it finally in the background. With the like new day, the, yeah, they are on. Uh, they are so over. They're so funny. Like in Biggie, Biggie is still my favorite. He's because you look at him and you would never think that a guy that would have that much charisma and be that funny as a bad guy. Because yeah, so <laughs> you good. see when he stopped when they stopped after they skipped. Kofi stopped skipping and Biggie's next to him still doing it. He was like shuffling his legs. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. The track suits, the clapping, it's so fun. It's so good. <laughs> I can't good. stop I'm picturing. And then just the look on Kofi's face as he's skipping down the aisle. <laughs> oh, I, did say, I did find it online. I actually found the gif of it. I know you can't see him, but oh yeah, right during Raw, I retweeted the shit out of that. Must have rewatched. And people it. like him. Like, the crowd... Like, you know, they chant New Day sucks, but they're doing it with, like, a smile on their face because, like, they love... They're, like, they're bad guys. They're not... They're bad guys with, like, they're so funny that you love to... You, you playfully boo them and root against them, like, because you're entertained by how funny they are. It's so If bad. that makes sense. No, it does. <laughs> but, all right, we're at the hour mark. <laughs> what do you guys got for any final bring-ups? <laughs> Derek doing the New Day skipperoo. <laughs> skipperoo. I got to with that theme, by the way. It's my new, my new ringtone. It's a New Day, right? Make it your alarm clock right when you wake up. I'm getting a New Day shirt when we go to TLC. They better be on the card. <laughs> I will mark out when they come out. I'll scream. <laughs> we should all dress up like the New Day. Just get some track suits. No. Ed, come on. You can be Big E. Big E, Ed, come on. <laughs> 
And I'm Kofi. I'm Kofi. I gotta wear a shirt that like exposes my pecs that I don't have. Hey, Kofi <laughs> Cody. Better start hitting the gym. Kofi Cody. <sighs> Kofi Cody. <laughs> I'm ready. Kofi Watkins. Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Boom, boom. <laughs> Xavier Goss. <laughs> boom, boom. I like that. Yeah, we may have to do that. I'm going back and watch that after we get off of this. Now I'm going back and watch them come down the ramp. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do as well. <laughs> I might do it as well, too. Just see Kofi skip to the loo. <laughs> I can't stop laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess on that note, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys go on YouTube and watch the new day from this past Raw. I'll try to find the GIF again and retweet it on the Pod is War uh, Twitter account. Make sure make sure you like us on Facebook, Pod is War. Subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's a new day. Yes, it is. And remember, it's a new day. Oh my god, they're showing Rhino vignettes. Yes! That up-and-coming rookie Rhino. Yes! I'm so, I can't wait to see his debut on the main roster. It's going to be great. It's going to be electric. They just showed him hold up the ECW title. I can't escape the shit tonight. I'm not even making it up. Oh, dude, <laughs> stop going with the ECW title. ECW this. Oh. Get your blinders off. Gore! <laughs> Gore. Hey, we have a mem- we have a memory on Facebook with you two guys uh, last Gore. year. Pod is war episode number three. It was titled "Consequences Queen." One day, one day, Ed. One day, new day. It's a new day. <laughs> Consequences Queen. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. We'll we'll talk raw, more TNA, Ring of Honor. Me and Ed will talk about wrestling under the stars, even though the bell time's at 5 o'clock, so it's wrestling under the sun. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, have a new day.